Glory to God. You are welcome once again to this podcast, The Fountain of Life. This is the first recording of the year, and I hope that you are blessed mightily by this message. In case you want to get in touch, please feel free to send me an email, fountain.life12.gmail.com, and I shall respond to you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. For any queries, questions, or whatsoever that might be on your mind that you would like to find out, I shall be in position to answer you. Glory to God. We'd like to, first of all, bless the Lord for having ushered us into this amazing moment and the year. And usually when there is a change in season, that means that the Lord is doing something new. Glory to God. And this is a year where we are supposed to forget the former things and forget some of the things that have happened to us in the past. And it's our time to stop lamenting. <laughs> the Spirit of the Lord tells us not to lament anymore because His glory is here. Glory to God. It's time for us to see His manifestation and His hand moving us from one place to another. The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, but we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Hallelujah. And when we talk about the glory of the Lord, it is something that is seen, it's something that is visible. You remember in the Acts of the Apostles, uh, chapter 4, verse 13, when those gentlemen saw the boldness of the apostles and they proclaimed, eh, Surely these men were with Jesus. That's how it's supposed to be in your life when people look at you and they indeed see that the hand of the Lord is upon you. They should be able to see that indeed your glory has come. They should be able to see that you have a sure testimony, something that is tangible, something that is speaking in your life with undeniable proof and they shall be drawn to your Lord. You see, over the last couple of years that we have witnessed we've seen people in dire straits and so many people were in situations where they just laid back and they couldn't do anything because it was too hard for them they didn't know what to do they didn't know how to pray about certain situations they did not know how to overcome certain situations have you ever been in a situation where uh, for example you are restarting your laptop and it boots and boots and boots and it's not getting on. So you try to look away and hoping maybe by the time that you look back at it, it's now asking you to log in. But it's still the same situation. That is how it's been largely. So we've seen people find things to pass uh, at their time. We've seen people try to distract themselves in so many uh, ways, but the situations haven't changed. And of course, not helped by the circus that has happened in regards to COVID and people have wondered and asked themselves where is God but the crazy thing of course you know that this hasn't spared the children of God as well yet for us we're supposed to be immune 
to certain things that happen to the world, we're supposed to be uh, a bit indifferent to the situations of the world because we have been qualified for a higher uh, a glory, for a higher uh, inheritance. But how come many of us were also in these kinds of situations? But the Spirit of the Lord is telling us the glory is here. The Lord is establishing something new where we are going to see ourselves now fully rejoice, where we are going to stop lamenting. You know, the scripture tells us in uh, Psalms 119, verses 111, thy testimonies have I uh, received as a heritage forever, for they are the rejoicing of my heart. And it's that tangible testimony that we receive this year that is going to elevate us into that place of joy where we shall celebrate and all men shall know that indeed the hand of the Lord is upon us. And they shall know that God has a special purpose for us. And if they are wise enough, they should uh, uh, try to, uh, to come into our fold because that's the only way that the Lord is going to bless them as well. You see, there are so many scriptures that are written and given unto us, and we think that they are literally just there. But they are supposed to be a part of our lives. You know, the scripture that says, uh, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Glory to God. A time comes where so many things happen unto you that you don't even know how to react. You do not even know uh, 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 how, how to praise him uh, adequately because you're overcome with so much joy. You're overcome with so much emotion because you have seen the hand of God manifest in your life. And that is how it's going to be uh, this year. But for us, we know how to praise the Lord. Glory to God. We know how to rejoice in the name of the Lord, knowing that it's only by his hand that we have been elevated into this place. And people shall indeed see that this is a special class of people who have seen and tested of the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Because these things that are written in the word of God, they are not merely supposed to give us some bit of uh, emotional comfort and some bit of uh, uh, mental relief and it just stays at that for us living in perpetual hope but never fully coming to the manifestation of them. No, we are supposed to manifest them. We are supposed to see these things. We are supposed to enter into this place of our reward. You know the scripture tells us uh, in uh, Hebrews 11 uh, verse 6 that without faith it is impossible to please God. They that come unto him must believe that he is, and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. He's a rewarder. For as long as you constantly seek the Lord, why shouldn't you be rewarded? Mm-hmm. But you see, the crazy thing is that over the last few years and months and so many uh, uh, situations that people have gone through, uh, there are people who probably have given up and they, they keep on wondering when the Lord is going to show up. They keep on wondering whether certain situations are going to change in their lives. They keep on wondering whether they are actually walking 
according to the right path and according to the right uh, purpose that the Lord uh, planned for them. But because they have waited for so long, they think that the Lord is going to be moved by an emergency. No. For as long as your faith does not waver, the Lord is surely going to manifest in your, in your life. Isaiah tells us in 28 verse 16 that he that believes does not make haste. Why should you be in a place of panic? Why should you be in a place of distress and crying out unto the Lord all the time telling him, remember me, remember me, remember me. For as long as he has surely said that this is going to manifest, believe you me, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. The word of the Lord is a sure uh, a testimony because it has to happen. Because it says forever, oh Lord, your, your word is settled in heaven. The scripture tells us that it is settled in heaven. So it has to manifest glory to God. So what do you want to see this year? And how prepared are you to see to it that these things come and manifest themselves in our lives? How? Because the sad thing is, many a times, when a certain word is given, at times we uh, sit back and, and just wait and say, ah, after all the Lord has spoken, so let me just sleep and wait. <laughs> we know that this is the year of glory. This is the year where we stop lamenting. This is the year where we are supposed to be in celebratory mode. And it's supposed to be like that. Even next year will be better and better and better. There is no uh, previous year that should ever be better than the year that you're in. No. So from this time onwards, you are supposed to move from one realm of glory to another because that is your portion. Glory to God. But now, how do we adequately prepare ourselves? Because you see, there are many times when certain uh, promises have been made by the Lord, but you realize that different people receive them differently and their reward is also different. And we've also been in situations where the same man of God is ministering to a crowd of people but it's just a handful of people who end up getting a reward. Or it's just a handful of people that you see their lives change. And you're wondering what is it that these people are not doing? And what are some of the things that is making these other people stand out? that for them, their reward is almost immediate. Amen? The Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 4, from verse 1, Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us, as well as to them, but the word which they had did not profit them, not being mixed with faith, in those who had it. For we who have believed do enter the rest, as he has said, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. Hmm. So, this gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word did not profit them. The word that they had did not profit them. But for us, it has to profit us. 
never allow a promise of the Lord that is spoken before you not to profit you. It shouldn't be that way because our, pro- our, our portion is different and we are supposed to be elevated. We are supposed to move into that place of the sure word of the prophecy that has been given unto us. Glory to God. You see, the psalmist tells us in chapter 64, verse 6, both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. Uh, You see, that, that means there are certain things that we think about and things that we meditate upon that are able to elevate us to the next level, that are able to move us from that place of distress until we are able to sit on the throne that we so deserve. And you see, many times when people find themselves in situations where all that they need is now the supernatural to manifest because they do not know how to pull out of that ditch and they do not know how they are going to come out even if a miracle happened. They meditate upon the worst possible cases and the worst possible situations that could happen to them. And usually the end result is the uh, inevitable uh, bad news because they have meditated upon that. But now for us, if the Lord is saying that we are being elevated and we are moving into this celebratory mode, what are those things that we are supposed to meditate upon? What are those things that we are supposed to see before us that are going to place us on our feet as we move with each stride leading us to that path of victory? Because you see, many times when we see the word of God and when we see certain things or listen to certain people, how much do we consume to see to it that this doesn't just remain a word, but it becomes a part of us? I was having a discussion with a friend of mine whom I usually uh, pray with and I was telling him how uh, at at a certain uh, point we have to stretch our minds so far ahead that we do not only look at the finished work, okay, but even where we have started getting rewarded for that work. You remember uh, the scripture uh, that that is given to us in Romans chapter 4 verses uh, 17 about about Abraham. The scripture tells us who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Because there are situations where for, for, for example, uh, 
you've been sick and you've suffered this sickness for a very long time and you've been ridden in the same place for so long now with this glory you look at yourself not only healed not only healed but so far away doing very different things i i remember the story that was told of kenneth again where he had been uh, hospitalized for about 18 months and while he was in uh, in that uh, hospital bed he encountered our lord and at that time what he decided to do was not only see himself healed no he, he he didn't end at that with the healing because okay when you get healed then what he started writing some of the messages that he would preach when he becomes a man of god so while he was in that hospital this is what he was writing Of course he later talks about how he never really uh, preached those messages because we were at a very low level but he had envisioned something that is so far ahead glory to god and he went on <laughs> he went on to minister for over 60 years with 60 years no over 70 years Be- because the time that he was hospitalized uh, he w- he was 15 16 and i know that he went to be with the lord at the age of 87 so it was 71 years in ministry <laughs> glory to god so for us we know these things that have been given unto us we know these promises that have been given unto us the bible tells us in isaiah 8 18 behold i and the children whom the lord has given me are for signs and for wonders in israel from the lord of hosts who dwells in mount zion glory to god we are for signs and wonders and this year if we do not manifest the signs and wonders it doesn't mean that the lord lied no <laughs> i need to check myself why is it that I'm not able to manifest some of these things. Because you see, either consciously or unconsciously, many a times some of us become lazy. So, you say that you are waiting on the Lord, but you're waiting while watching Netflix. I I, I do watch Netflix. I I I I I do so many things. I mean I'm 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 not stopping anyone from from watching anything no but at a certain point when we are waiting on the Lord we place these things at a higher pedestal than some of these things that we associate ourselves with that's how it's supposed to be because when we are changing the atmosphere 
and we are entering into a new place. You need to be in position where you can bath. You need to be in a position where you can bring out something. Because the scripture tells us that as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. We do not want to be like the people that are talked about. Uh, is it in Second Kings? Uh, the Second uh, Kings, I think, chapter uh, was it nineteen? Nineteen, uh, verse three. For the children who had come to birth, but they did not have strength to bring them forth. You, you remember that uh, that, that bit talked about uh, uh, in in the book of Second Kings, uh, the story involving Hezekiah. Okay, we need to be in that place where we we make sure that these things manifest with undeniable proof. We cannot be talking about the glory while sleeping. You see, if we want to see the hand of the Lord upon our lives, then we have to make sure that these things manifest in our lives. Because you see, the one thing that at times we fail to do is waging a good warfare to make sure that the prophecies that have been given unto us really manifest in our lives. And when certain situations take longer to happen in our lives, then we start questioning God and wondering whether he has forgotten us and wondering whether he has favorites. But the scripture tells us that the Lord is no respect of person. The same word that he says to one, he says to all. And that is how it's supposed to be. And if he has said that we are for signs and for wonders, how come some people are bringing forth signs and wonders? And for you, you're still wondering what's happening. There are certain things which are supposed to be primary in our lives. There are certain things that are supposed to be much more important in our lives now until they manifest with undeniable proof. And by saying things being much more important in our lives, I mean the Lord, (laughs) our Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. I I remember uh, this gentleman that I was uh, having a discussion with and I I, I told him how years ago uh, I I, I used to follow a lot of, which I still do by the way, a lot of sport. But the crazy thing is that there are times where a game can be going on right in my living room. Okay, But my TV is switched off. And I'm on my bed, just listening to worship music. True story, by the way. I I, I remember years ago when I woke up at 3 a.m. 3 a.m. to watch uh, uh, 
a, Brazil, a Brazilian football game and the, the, the times that I used to watch the basketball games in the morning because I felt it was so important to me. Must I do that now all the time? Definitely I cannot. I, I might do it once in a blue moon, but it's not the kind of thing that is going to move me. It's not the kind of thing that is going to uh, shake me. Amen. It doesn't necessarily mean that uh, I, I, I don't watch sport anymore, or I don't watch movies anymore, or I don't do these things. I still do them. But there is something that I hold higher. And there is something that we should all hold higher. Glory to God. We need to move and we need to see that we are able to stand, especially in these evil days. You know the scripture tells us in 1 John 5.19 that the whole world is under the sway of the evil one. The whole world is under the sway of the evil one. And now, when we look at some of the things that are being propagated and some of the treatment of the children of God, you worry if you're able going to stand by just being a casual Christian. It is impossible. It is impossible. It's time for us to move out of our comfort zones. It's time for us to move out of that stage where we still are babies. You know, the scripture tells us in Galatians, uh, chapter 4, verse 1, the hair, as long as he is a child, defies not from a servant, though he is Lord of all. Can you imagine? Your hair. But there is no difference with a servant. For as long as you a child, and by child here, I mean a baby Christian. For how long are we going to cry out, asking, where is the God of my father? A time reaches where people have to look at me and they're like, ha, surely this gentleman is the son of so-and-so. Because I have to encounter that God. I have to have an experience with that God. I have to taste of that glory. You know, the scripture tells us, uh, the psalmist, 34 verse 8, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed are those that trust in him. Am I so comfortable being seated that after all, the word has been said that I move in glory. So, it has to come. Let me just chill. Without intimacy with the Lord, 
without seeking the Lord, without minding the affairs of the Lord, I kid you not. It shall not happen. You see, there are times when I, I encounter certain portions of scripture and they scare me. They make me have a different view. They make me uh, look at things differently. The scripture tells us in the book of Malachi, which was a prophecy really uh, about John the Baptist. Malachi chapter 4, verse 5. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And we know that John the Baptist came in the same power and spirit of Elijah. He came to prepare the way for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And one of the, uh, the scriptures that scares me the most, in John chapter 10, 41, the scripture tells us, Then many came to him and said, John performed no sign, but all the things that John spoke about this man were true. Can you imagine someone who came in the same spirit and power of Elijah performed no miracle? How is that possible? How is that possible? John the Baptist, the one who came in the same spirit and power of Elijah, performed a miracle. You can imagine. So a word has been spoken that we are at this next level. But, but we know the incredible things that John the Baptist did. So there's a possibility of you, despite having a sure word, not fulfilling your potential. There is that possibility. So can you imagine someone at the stature of John the Baptist? And this thing made me think about so many things. Now, that time when he was in prison, Okay, you remember the account in Matthew uh, 11? Well, he's in prison. He's been arrested. And he sends his disciples to go and ask the Lord. Go and ask him whether he is the one who we should expect another. Can you imagine? What if? He had the ability to call down fire from heaven. Well, after all, he came in the same power and spirit of Elijah. Elijah called down fire from heaven. The fire would have come into that prison. Boom. And he would be out of there. What if? What if? And you see, the, 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 the reason why I'm, uh, I'm talking about this, you remember the scripture that I quoted uh, a few minutes ago? Psalms 64 verse 6. Both the inward thought and uh, both the inward thought of every one of them and the heart is deep. What are the things that you think about? What are the things that you hold 
in high esteem. Okay? And now for you, when you look at your life, and I've talked about this glory, what is that thing that you see about your life that you're able to go months, a year ahead that you see that the Lord has already established? Because we are supposed to paint a picture in regards, of course, to our purpose. Because when you do something out of your purpose, well, all you can get from the Lord is a thank you, but you don't have a reward for it. Mm-hmm. Are we fully aware of where we are in Christ and are we fully aware of where we stand? The scripture tells us that the Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God. So when you are talking about being a son of God, how firmly can you stand on that word that even if you get shaken, you stand? Because the time comes where the only way that you're going to manifest the glory is where you have to stand. And regardless of who pushes you, you're not shaken. And they see the glory. They see the hand of the Lord that is upon you. They see the manifestation of the Lord. You know, the scripture tells us in uh, Ephesians chapter 6, which verse is it? Is it 13? Therefore, taking up the whole arm of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all, to stand. Because for us, it's all about uh, coming out of a crowd. We know favor cannot be hidden. People are supposed to look at you and they know that you are different. There's something about you that radiates. There's something about you that manifests in a peculiar way. Glory to God. And regardless of whatever disturbance or whatever thing that may try to disturb you, the scripture tells us in 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your cares unto him, for he cares for you. Do you know how the Lord looks at you? Uh, this scripture that I love so much, it's in Matthew uh, 23, I think verse 37. Like the same way a hen takes care of its chicks, that's how the Lord wants to hold you. That's how the Lord wants to protect you. Glory to God. If you are a child of God, then you shouldn't be prodigal. You should belong. <laughs> Glory to God. And this is our time to manifest. This is our time to show forth because the entirety of the world has been waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Romans eight nineteen. And this is our time to show because we did not qualify ourselves. He qualified us. He did. 
this was decided even before the foundations of the world. The scripture tells us in Romans 8. Uh, let, let, me, let me check my Bible. Uh, 30. Uh, let me start from 30. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, these he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. <laughs> what then shall we say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Who can be against us? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Hallelujah. This year is a year of victory. This year is a year of glory. We do not lament this year. Glory to God. We cannot cry this year. Hallelujah. But we must be aware of what has been spoken before us. And we must be aware of our authority. That whatever tries to come to disorganize you, you resist it. Reject it. You should be surely armed with the authority of a, of a believer. Glory to God. I remember a story uh, about a gentleman years ago in the U.S. He lived on the street for so long, begging, and he put on multiple uh, clothes and jackets to basically stay warm, uh, especially during the winter. And the place that he stayed uh, in was ramshackled, really. Terrible condition. And there was this time where, uh, because of the winter, he developed an illness and he froze to death, basically. And now the sad thing is, after a while, uh, uh, as the council authorities were taking him to be buried, they discovered in one of the courts that he had there was $25,000 in it and he had no idea. And this man died a pauper. He froze, got illness and froze to death on the street. Yet he had all that money and he had no idea. Can you imagine? How many children of God are in the wilderness wondering where the Lord is? Yet all he wants to do is hold them like a hen takes care of its chicks. We've looked for solutions from the world. Things have failed. We've tried to immerse ourselves with the world and try to understand their issues, their affairs. But things have failed. And we cannot be doing the same things over and over again and expect different results. The time has come for us to change the tide. And the Spirit of the Lord has spoken. The Spirit of the Lord has given us things to hold on to. 
what are we going to do about this? And how prepared are we to stand, especially in times like this? Glory to God. First John chapter 3, verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now are we children of God, and it has not yet been revealed what we shall be, but we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And everyone who sits with this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. Glory to God. You are a son of God. Hallelujah. And a son of God should have glory. Glory to God. When our Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for us, for our redemption, He died that we may be translated from the kingdom of death into the kingdom of the Lord. We moved from darkness into light because that is our portion. We were never meant to live average lives. We were never meant to suffer the things that happen to the world. We were never meant to be statistics. And this year, we cannot afford to be statistics. This year, we have to stand out because the hand of the Lord is upon us. The hand of the Lord has been stretched out to pull us out of those places of lament, out of the pits that we've been hidden in. And we know that the Lord is faithful. Hallelujah. Let me end with this scripture. Hebrews 10.23 tells us that we hold on unto the hope that we profess without wavering because he who promised is faithful. Hallelujah. Do not let your faith waver this year. Even if a certain interruption comes along your way, however hard the situation might be, the Lord is hastening his word to perform it because he is faithful. Be strong. The glory of the Lord is upon you. And it has to manifest with undeniable proof. May the Lord bless you so much. Hallelujah.